Welcome to Hawk Talk, the show where we discuss the topics that you send in. My name is Danny Shepard. My name's Noel Shefflin. And my name is Tony Smith. And every week we reach into a helmet and pull out three topics to discuss that you guys send us. The show is then divided into three parts, released Tuesday through Thursday, full episode going live Friday. The full audio version goes live on Tuesday on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Boom. All right. Well, how about uh, how about you get us started here, Noel? We got oh man that young Kylo Ren helmet upside down obviously because upside down. you know you me, that young going? going in guys going in going in it's happening all right here's the I'll I'll see you later Kylo Ren I'm helmet. going in you should have done like little Wayne I mean he he broke the helmet so it's fine it doesn't even matter <laughs> all right what movie slash show would you want to make outside of the superhero uh, sci-fi genre oh man this okay. question uh, do you want me to say who the question comes from mm-hmm. the question comes from our very own Jan. Okay, so what super what movie would we want to make outside of the superhero genre? Yep, out of okay. the superhero sci-fi genre. You want to get us started? Yeah. Um. So I've always been drawn to my favorite kind of movies are tragedies where they don't end in happy endings. So that's that's a kind of a bummer. But um, I the reason why I like those kind of movies is because there's there's a really gritty realism to it, and I think that's the kind of film that I would want to make. Not necessarily a tragedy, but uh, just a real movie, just a movie that that like my favorite genre is sci-fi. So it's it's that's actually pretty funny that they're asking this specific question. Um, they know us too well. At this they point. do. They already know <laughs> they're gonna pick something superhero or sci-fi. Yep. Um, but I I just really like uh, just really really gritty dramas. Like doesn't have to be a period piece necessarily. I like just, Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream. Is Sicario. Really awesome. Sicario is super dope. End of Watch. Um, yeah, end watch was this, gritty. Does this film have to end in a tragedy? Or? No, it doesn't have to end in a tragedy per se. Um, but I think it should end realistically. Like, realistically, like sometimes the couple doesn't always get back together, but they see eye to eye and they're like, "Okay, we can still be cool." Something like that. Would you consider like Five Hundred Days of Summer? In oh, that? I was yes, just about to ask that question. One hundred percent. Well, because yeah. I mean, Five Hundred Days of Summer was amazing. Such a good, such a good movie. So if you guys you, haven't seen that? Go see it. Yeah, yes. you definitely should watch that movie, especially if you're going through like a weird time in your life where you're trying to figure out how to move on from a relationship. That is a very good movie to watch. Yep. Um, I guess for or do you want to go? Do you want, is no, no, please, please. Um, I have a specific actual original series that I have uh, in mind. It's basically a mix between the newsroom and um, another like tech company that I'd like to basically tell the story of this tech company, kind of like Silicon Valley. But Silicon Valley only kind of only kind of shows what the corporate structure, like the board guys, are doing, like the big, big top guys that are actually developing the software. I don't, I honestly don't know what Silicon. Have you seen about. Silicon Valley? No, no, <laughs> it's a, it's actually about like a startup company. Okay, like so it's a startup. The bottomest of levels. Okay, so they're in an incubator. So it's so. Good. Are they a startup? Are they the owners? Are they so they're the creators of the, the startup? Founders. Oh man, you got to watch this show. Okay, I, I, it's it's hard to explain. But it is all awesome. If you haven't seen Silicon Valley, it's, in my opinion, one of the smartest comedies out right now. It's okay. so freaking good. Is little, it over? Is it, are they continuing? It's, it's to- ongoing, and the last couple seasons have gotten a little repetitive. I'm not going to lie on yeah. that one. But it's definitely a really smart, well-written show. T.J. Miller's uh, character, Ehrlich Bachman, is just like, he's it's so ridiculous. He's just so ridiculous. All the characters are very ridiculous. 
Hell like, yeah. In the best way. But they're Hell all yeah. just like a bunch of nerds trying to make a startup company. Okay. Middle out development. You know what I'm saying? So okay. yours would be like fast so, paced, like newsroom exactly. and social network. So it's like what you would see in like the newsroom or like the West Wing, but it's entirely encompassing a large corporation that has already started. Mm. And going back to the the beginning of this, the that big company when it was a startup would be kind of cool, but I wouldn't do that yeah. until I got three or four seasons in because you would have these characters all in different departments and all in different subsets of the actual company, gotcha. and you'd be able to follow them through their own journey. And sometimes they'll cross paths. And professionally, exactly. Mm, that's cool. Cool. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's like my, my love child. Yeah. Uh, action and comedy are, are, are big on my... Are big on my thing, so like and when they're it, married, it's such a it's such a yeah. Good I would probably do something action comedy, like something like uh, like Bad Boys, like, maybe more like Hot Fuzz. Okay, okay, something more like Hot Fuzz or Scott Pilgrim, slightly a little bit more meta than than Bad Boys. I think Bad so. Boys is like it's not taking itself seriously, but it's it's very serious. Yeah, no, like they're they're yeah, no, they're I, co- it's a cop movie. It's a cop yeah. movie in L.A. Right? Or is it L.A. or is it Florida? Miami, Miami. That's my that's Miami. Yeah, <laughs> that's if, Miami. Uh, yeah, if, if I was going to make an action comedy like that, it's going to be like an over-the-top action. Like, I, I feel like movies like Bad Boys and stuff like that could actually benefit from being a little more self-aware. Like, I agree. If it's going to be like, if you're going to be like over-the-top action, make it like over-the-top action. Right. Like, like Hot Fuzz is, like, knew exactly what it was, and that's why it was so effective in how much fun that movie was. That movie was. was fun, dude. Yeah. Hot fuzz knew what Edgar, it was. Edgar, a lot of what Edgar Wright does, I think. I love I love Edgar Wright's movies. So Edgar's been around for a while. Yeah. So he he definitely knows he knows right away when he's getting into a project and he's writing it, or he's help writing it, or he's just directing it. He knows exactly what he's getting himself into. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he knows the he knows the characters, he knows what world it's being set in. Uh, that's I think that's one of the reasons why. What are those Simon Pegg and the other gentleman's name? What is his Nick name? Nick Frost. Nick Frost. Those guys related to Jack Frost? So we're going to gloss over that. Jeremy, love you, but yeah, uh, what do you think, dude? What kind of movie? Outside of sci-fi and Outside of sci-fi superhero. And superhero. Would you want to visit? We got Jeremy behind the camera over here. Ah! There's a camera here. <laughs> <laughs> Who put that there? There's a mic here. Oh, my God. Uh, hmm. Outside of sci-fi and superhero. Yeah. I love sci-fi. I don't know what to <laughs> uh, I think I still fall in the realm of uh, drama. Drama? Yes. Drama, specifically, not just real world drama, but like drama in the storytelling. But the setting can be anywhere. Okay. Um, if it can't be sci fi, then fantasy, because I like fantasy a lot. Or. Oh, fantasy. Yeah, fantasy is dope. Yeah, like Lord of the Rings. Fantasy. Like Lord of, Lord of the Rings is just a straight up drama. It just happens to be set in Middle Earth with a lot of crazy stuff going down yeah um but if you really think about the biggest i guess fantastical or sci-fi based movies out there right now they're just good storytelling yeah it just happens to be set in another world yep so, so you're saying you just want to tell good stories yeah solid I think that's what he's saying yeah solid An- another solid. genre that i'd be interested in tackling i don't know if you would consider this a genre but uh based on true stories, but specifically people, not events. So, like, I would want to take someone that stood for something and tell their story. Ooh, that's mm. tricky. Yeah. See, for me, events are a little bit easier. Right. Events in time, based off of that event just, in that time, like, period pieces, even if it's not technically cor- always correct, 
I think is a little bit easier because it's an event. It's a time period. Yeah, it's, it's easier to oh, man, study that's hard. That. Yeah, yeah, it's hard because like you look at some of the best biopics, biopics, biopics. Who knows? Who cares? Tomato, tomato, biography, tomato, pictures. potato. You know potato? what I mean? Spinach, asparagus. I will have to say, <laughs> I've always wanted to do a western. Yeah, and not just like the conventional western that you see, you know, set in the west, right? But a western style movie that just, um, it can be set anywhere. Like specifically sci-fi western. And okay. We- and Westworld already killed it. So like cowboys and aliens. Cowboys and cowboys aliens. And yeah, exactly like that. Fabby. No, not at all. <laughs> So, Noel, you've never been a huge fan of the fantasy genre. Correct. The fact that you're a big Game of Thrones fan is is shocking. To uh, everyone in the world, I'm to, sure. Yeah, everyone in the world is shocked by this. Every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think it would be incredibly interesting to see and hear of, to see or hear you create a fantasy movie or or short or whatever just because... It's not a, a, a genre that you like, so True. now you have full control. I'd be so interested to see what that would look like, what huh. your perspective of, of a, a genre you don't like. Right. Because you're just like, I don't like this element, so I'm just going to cut it out, <laughs> or I'm going to turn this into this. I'd be very interested in see the the very – it would probably be so different. Yeah, it would probably be really grounded. It honestly would probably be very realistic fantasy. Yeah. Like the way that you look at Game of Thrones, like or even Lord of the Rings. Like Lord of the Rings – it is very fantastical, but it is still very realistic yeah, it's in about its these fantasy. People. A lot less than Game of Thrones, I would consider. Yeah, because even the definitely pe- less magic. Even the people in the Game of Thrones world like don't believe in a lot of the fantasy mm-hmm. stuff. Oh no, I think Game of Thrones is way more realistic than. Yeah. Oh, I think too because you have to take into context like the time period. Mm-hmm. Like Game of Thrones, this is a really old world mm-hmm. that has now kind of lost its magic. And, you know, without giving any spoilers away, some of the magic is is returning, right? But Lord of the Rings, there's, it's like big, big, long bouts of like no magic. And then there's just like, Dumbledore's just like calling some big eagles. And you're like, oh shit, there's some big eagles. That was my, yeah, my Dumbledore (laughs) is my favorite part of the, uh, of the yeah, so, Lord so of the Rings Dumbledore is the reason franchise. why the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, got dude, it. Yeah, you didn't know that. Dumbledore is the reason why the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Now you know. If you don't know, now you know. I can't tell if if the Dumbledore thing was a mistake or if it was on purpose here. <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> what? Just Gan- Gandalf. Gandalf. So <laughs> so anyway, Gandalf. Let's try to let's try to wrap this guy. So. So you would want to do a an original series Dr- like drama, fast paced like drama workplace, yeah, series. workplace series, yeah. Okay, and then you would want to do like a buddy action comedy, what, specifically buddy action, uh, not, not specifically buddy action, but definitely like action comedy, something that is fun, fast paced, uh, filled with humor, but also has like high octane action, and like the the closest thing I I can. I can think of to compare it to would probably be something that Edgar Wright did, something like Scott Pilgrim, where it's it's the comedy is not just in the dialogue or right. the situations, it's the but physicality, the way it's edited. Exactly, the entire experience is is a is a it's an experience. Right. It's an action comedy experience. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I guess I would say that my I wouldn't even my answer wouldn't be the dramatic. My answer would be fantasy. I would pick a fantasy and I would try <laughs> to tell the story in my way. That's the, I think that's a better answer. That seems like a interesting an interesting challenge in itself is just like what what genre do you think 
me and Tony should should uh dive into dive in. we're not but, dude, honestly remember never to ever tell me what to do right no don't I would, ever tell me what i would to do. never ever you should never do that i, would, oh. it's I not wouldn't a good do something idea. like that i promise i would just merely suggest and even then it would barely be that tony <laughs> <laughs> i would want Dig you it. to make a sports movie <laughs> oh dude you make a hella good sports movie it wouldn't be i think your perspective of like I, I, I think you would make a really good sports movie, dude. You would, dude. It'd be super epic. Like a like sports Friday movie Night with the hero's journey. Yeah, like, dude. Oh, yeah. It'd be like Friday Night Lights. It would probably be, honestly, it would it would probably be a lot like Rudy. I would definitely take a lot of elements from Rudy. Like, it would be, because like you guys have seen Rudy, yeah, right? It's not really about football. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> but it's, uh, Rudy wasn't about, uh, wasn't really about football. It wasn't about Notre Dame. It was about... Uh, it was about someone trying to make their dream come true, and the 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 package that it came in was a sports film, right? And uh, and that's why that movie is still one of my favorite movies of all time, even though I don't really care about Notre Dame football. Or, uh, <laughs> don't tell like don't tell our friend Emily that she will fight you. I mean, I I'm not saying that it's a you can love Notre Dame football. I'm just saying that I don't really have any sort of <laughs> go, uh, I don't care about I don't Notre have Dame. any sort of uh, <laughs> emotional connection. You know what I mean? Jaw feel. Like, Jaw definitely feel. But that movie, t- every time they pick him up and lift him off the field and they're chanting Rudy, I'm like, I, I'm, you, did it, you did it, Rudy! You did it! That's definitely... Uh, what would I want what? you to make? Um, what would I suggest that you make, rather? Um, I would want you to make... Dude, I don't even know. Well, well, Stoner let's, comedy. Let's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's talk about... We'll, we can gloss on it some other time. Okay. Yeah, we can talk about that another time. Yeah. And then Jeremy, I would actually want Jeremy to make a sports movie too. I Me? A sports movie? A sports movie. I want, to, I want Jeremy to make a comedy. A straight up comedy. A That's straight up it. comedy. I would love to I, see what that would look like. like. Yeah, she's out of my league style comedy. Like what? just like five crazy, goofy characters trying to like get one objective. Like huh. one ridiculous objective. I really wonder what a comedy Dazed by me would be like. Because... Yeah, I really don't know. I don't know what to say. Let's do it. Let's do a comedy. Challenge ourselves as filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Challenge accepted. All right. Why don't you go ahead and uh, grab that... The next topic? That second topic. Or uh, actually, Tony. How me? about? How about uh, well, me? I, I, Moi? Well, Noel needs to grab the helmet. Right. You have to grab me the helmet. I'll grab the helmet, but I'll, I will then hand the helmet to you. Okay, okay yeah. Get, get the helmet. You gotta get... You first, you gotta get the helmet, dude. All right, uh, I know you want to grab that helmet. Let's, uh, let's. Tony, would you like to do the honors? Here I go. Oh, Donka. It's Donkey. No, it's not. It's not. It is not. (laughs) All right, guys, here we go. Here you go. Here you go. Ben! All right, so our second, our second topic coming from our very own Preston, who is uh, one of our wonderful interns, um, and we love him very much. Presto. Presco. Favorite songs from movie or TV shows, song from soundtrack, not from movie score. Mm. Okay. So it has to be specifically not from a movie score and from a soundtrack. Soundtrack specifically. Ooh. Soundtrack specifically. Ooh, I know. I know. What's yours? Do it up. Mine. So the way that this was actually, it's funny too, because we're going back to Edgar Wright. I actually saw a movie last year, um, late last year, that blew me away. Uh, It was 10,000 BC. It was Baby Driver. Um, and <laughs> if you saw Baby Driver or you have not seen it, please 
do yourself a favor, and the people that will be around you will also <laughs> thank you for this if they are watching it with you. Jeez. Um, the Bell Bottoms intro. Bell Bottoms is the song. I forgot who it is by. I will tell you before we are done with this conversation, though, who it's by. And um, it is the intro to the actual film, and it is incredible because the one where he's driving the uh, the Subaru. Yeah, Bell Bottoms. Yeah, yeah. That it's amazing. That scene was just yeah. insane. Yeah. It was. I actually could the John not. John Spencer Blues Explosion. Yeah. So thank you. So Bell Bottoms by the. John Spencer Blues Explosion. Incredible. I had I was listening to that album for probably a month and a half straight after Damn. I watched that film. And then I saw That happens a lot with Edgar Wright movies because you did the same thing with Scott Pilgrim, too. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Well it also what happened too, I do it a lot too with uh Ridley Scott films. I did it with Blade Runner as well. So the like diddly. it went uh Baby uh Baby Driver and then Blade Runner and then Baby did Blade Runner have a soundtrack, like songs to it? No, or but it I was listening score? to the score. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, yeah and yeah. it did have a soundtrack. It, it was like mostly Frank Sinatra, though. Like an Elvis oh. song. And an Elvis oh. song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Who's yeah. next? What about uh, Nick? I'll go next. Uh, mine's another Edgar Wright movie. It's, <laughs> it's Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> We're not Edgar Wright fans. <laughs> Shout out to Edgar Wright. Shout out to Edgar Wright. No, I mean, I like, I, I thought the music that was uh, that was integrated in Scott Pilgrim was awesome. And it was, uh, I think the way that Edgar Wright specifically enter, uh, integrates music into his movies is is so... It's a character in its own. It really is. Like, the music is is a living, breathing thing. I mean, mm-hmm. there's like, there's like the, they were battling in... Yeah. Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim was yeah. so good. Oh, so God. good. Uh, but anyway... Uh, like uh, Black Sheep Come Home, that song, Black Sheep yeah. from uh, the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack. Hello, friend of a friend. Yeah, that was, and it was, Hello uh, it again, was, friend of a friend. Who, it was, she actually sang that song, the actress. Uh, Brie Larson. Brie yeah. Larson. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Steady my, my beating heart. Oh. I think that's a different character, actually. Brie Larson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she, that was great. That was such an awesome scene. Mm. And you have like the CG with like where where it, it cuts. It cuts. Oh, so good, man. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. The, but and, and again, that's the thing. It's like it's almost edited music video esque, where it's like you have these very strange cuts and transitions, and it's like the mu- you just you feel the music mm-hmm. in the. I, I work out to that song all the time. I like nice. the whole Scott Pilgrim soundtrack. It's good. That's awesome. It's very good. What is, uh, garbage Man on that same soundtrack. Oh, that's me. Oh, that's, um, what is it? I'll be your garbage truck. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. be your garbage truck. Truck, truck, truck. Yeah, dude. My, favorite, my favorite song is Ramona. <laughs> Ramona. <laughs> Isn't that Beck? It is. It is Beck. That's yeah. dope. I like the beginning. We're all sex, my mom. We're here making feel with death and sad and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that song. Uh, my favorite, uh, were you guys done? My bad. No, yeah, go for it. My favorite song is not in an Edgar Wright movie. It is in a movie by Peter Berg called Friday Night Lights. Uh, there's a song by Explosions, Explosions in the Sky. In the sky, dude. dude. It's specifically at the end of the movie uh, when it, dude, and the way it's edited is so brilliant. Oh, yeah. uh, Billy Bob Thornton's character, he's the coach of the, the team that he was just coaching. Uh, he's like taking down the last names of all the people that are graduating from high school and no longer playing. And as he's like dropping these names, um, uh, the main character played by Lucas Black He's uh, he Booby sees Booby Mouse. He sees these kids uh, in the distance playing like football. Just oh no, that wasn't Booby Miles. I'm sorry. That Keep was, going. Yeah. Um, uh, he sees he sees these kids from a distance, and he has this football in hand. This song is playing, and it's swelling up. Ugh. It's so good, dude. It's Ugh. just it's just uh, like a clean electric guitar and like an, a pinch of percussion, if that. And oh, yeah. like 
He sees the kid, and Billy Bob Thornton drops the dude's last name, the guy that's about to throw the ball, and then he throws the ball, and the ball is in the air while the sign, the name is dropping, and then the kids catch the ball. It's so dope, dude. Ugh. And just the way the music hits, so dude, if, so, so inspiring. Oh man, that. either that or "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. Okay. Oh shit. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one won an Oscar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Your boy Eminem I had an to Oscar a- before Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. What about you, Germ? German? I'm trying. I've been trying to think of one, but I can't think of one right now because I have a list on my phone. But we're using the phone to record right now. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. I listen to a lot of movie scores specifically. So thinking of like a song, song on a soundtrack with like lyrics and stuff, it's it's far less. uh, It's hard. Yeah, it's It's not easy. A lot more difficult. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. I think Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Uh, there was a song I'll find out right now. Actually, uh, you guys can keep vamping. I'm gonna find out this song. Guardians I, has a cool soundtrack. No, Guardians oh, Guardians, uh, Guardians does. Yeah, Guardians definitely Damn. does. Guardians almost feels too easy. You know what else has a really good soundtrack? The Shrek movie, dude. Oh hell yeah! That soundtrack yeah. is that dope. soundtrack was <laughs> yeah. incredible, dude. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's version of I'm a Believer is so good. So good. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, Will the you, song I was talking about was called After Hours is the title of the track, and it's by We Are Scientists. I was ooh. obsessed, obsessed with that entire album, but that song I could not get enough of. I loved that song. If you guys haven't heard it, you should. We Are Scientists. That's we all. Are Scientists. They're great. Yeah. They're oh, though. Elf. Uh, Zoe Deschanel's version of, um, what was it called? Baby, It's Cold Outside? Yes. Nice. That was cool. Hella Zoe Deschanel. Right. Yo, your girl. She wears glasses. Yeah, she does. Oh, dude. Uh, 500 Days of Summer, for sure. 500 Days of Summer uh, Summer soundtrack is... I, after I saw that movie, I was constantly listening to that soundtrack. That's How could dope. I forget about that? That song, uh, Us, off of... Uh, have you guys heard that one? Oh, yeah, that I one. Have, that actually. song. <gasps> it's got the piano. Uno momento, por favor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uno momento, por favor. Oh, uh, Deadpool. Oh, yeah, dude. The Deadpool soundtrack? No, the actual Deadpool song, the original Deadpool. Do you remember that song? No. Dude, it was played during the montage of when he was like trying to figure out what the perfect costume of his is to wear. If you listen to the song, you'd be like, what? I don't think I noticed that at all. Dude, it's so good. Captivated by the visuals. (laughs) It's so funny, dude. The Moon Song. And uh, by Scarlett Johansson and Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, I absolutely agree. Yeah, that song is incredible. Yeah, dude. And who played it? It was Karen Ezra- O. Yeah, Sharon O. And Ezra Karen, Karen O. Karen, Karen o. o. I'm sorry. Yeah, Karen O. And Ezra. Um, uh, what's his last name? Cohen. Ezra Cohen Miller? from Cohen Nixag. Ezra no. Ezra Koenig from um, the Vampire Weekend played it at the at the Oscars. Dope. It That's was, cool. It I did not see that. Oh man, I didn't see the movie. I didn't see the movie till two years after it came out. I saw them playing, and I was like, "What's happening? <laughs> what is this? This is amazing, and I love it so Dude, much." I love that song, and either version, Karen O's version or Scarlett Johansson's version, it's incredible. Karen O is, by the way, if you didn't know, is from the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. Mm-hmm. She's incredible. Yes. Oh my god, I haven't heard the Yeah Yeah Yeahs oh. in forever. It's been it's been some time. Uh, uh, Dude. Oh, her oh and my God! Her and Trent, yes. uh immigrant song. Yes, the Im- her version of the immigrant song in "Girl with the Dragon Tattoo," the American version. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Trent Reznor. Yeah, oh bro. dude! That's oh my God! Sick. What a song! Hella, yeah, hella dap. What a that cover! Whole intro to that movie is crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you guys haven't said. Uh, I mean, I guess this would be considered a score. Would you consider this a score? The Daft Punk. 
soundtrack of yes, Tron? Okay. that is a score. Because okay. they bow, specifically... Bow, bow. Oh, uh, the soundtrack for Walter Mitty. That oh. entire soundtrack is so good. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. So oh, good. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, man, I keep forgetting everybody's names today. I hate that. Of, you ever have one of those days? Of Monsters and Men? Uh, not of Monsters and Men, but the other one. It was a David Bowie song, and... Um, oh, Kristen Wiig? Kristen Wiig plays a 12-string yes. guitar. Yes. That whole like scene a, is just beautiful i was like what is that's a 12 string i didn't know you could play guitar girl that's dope <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah inside lewin davis is um that's a movie inside lewin davis uh the soundtrack i don't know if you can technically call this a song or a soundtrack but he has a song called um queen i think it's uh the death of queen jane holy monkey that is and a beautiful in the movie song. So really here's good. another little question along with that is if a song is written original for a movie, is that part of the score or the soundtrack? Soundtrack. I think soundtrack? it's still yeah, a song. It's both, I think, technically. Because it's because the comp it's it's pushing the the film forward on a sound level, so it is composition, but it's also a soundtrack because it's technically a titled it's a tracked song with, li- with lyrics and yeah. yeah with actual lyrics because the music of Lose Yourself was used in the score of the movie, but then the song in, in itself is. Same thing, soundtrack. same thing with like Inside Lewin Davis is you have like all these different pieces that are being integrated on an instrumental level, but they're then being played as songs specifically. But then as what's songs. the definition of a soundtrack? Is it a collection of songs that were licensed to use be used in a movie like pre-existing songs? Not necessarily both. pre-existing. I think but both just pre-existing and existed for the actual film. Like original. Yeah, original. But Interesting. A, a score is specifically like instrumental composition, normally an instrumental composition. Man. I've got to say that uh, thinking about it, if if Lose Yourself counts, it's probably my favorite yeah. song from a soundtrack. Yeah, for sure. I, I listen to it the most often than anything else. So that's got to be <laughs> yeah. that's got to be it oh, for yeah. me. Yeah. If that's the barometer, how often you listen to it and how much like that song still affects me to this day. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, Mom's ah. Spaghetti. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, Daft Punk would be considered the score for Tron Legacy. Yeah. Um, and true. like the how grid. Arcade Fire is, I guess the reason why I asked that is because they're an instrumental band anyway. So I'm like, would it? Go? But I yeah. guess it does go specifically with the scenes in the movie. So that that's a score. yeah. They wrote it for the movie, or right. they composed. I think it's they composed well, it was Hans specifically. Zimmer and Daft Punk, right? Yeah. Most I of the most of the orchestra so. was. I thought it was Hans Zimmer. I and think he Daft just Punk. helped uh, arrange it. Oh. I am going to find yes, out. Yes, look that up. But like how Arcade Fire is the composer, or are the composers, for mm-hmm. uh, her. Mm-hmm. I and That's you. part of the score. Okay. Hmm. And then they have a separate soundtrack. Okay. Interesting. All right, all right, all right. All right. Interesting. Yeah. I thought. Did you find it? I, th- I could have swore Hans Zimmer was a part of this. I don't remember ever seeing his name on, on Tron Legacy. So, you guys haven't seen any trailers for uh, Black Panther, but no. th- it... I think it definitely has uh, a soundtrack along. Yeah, bro, that soundtrack is killer so far. I cannot. So now here's another question. Is that a soundtrack or is that just a? That is a soundtrack. That's a soundtrack? Yep. Are you sure it's not just an album inspired by the movie? 100% the soundtrack. Because the soundtrack of Luke Cage had pre-existing and new songs, but it was still a soundtrack. And then it had its own composition, which was a score. But I was under the assumption that the Black Panther album is just an album inspired by the movie, but those songs aren't going to be in the movie. Oh, I thought they were going to be in the movie. I was under a different impression. Okay. Uh, yeah, they definitely aren't going to be in the movie. Oh, man. Well, first, well, the album That's... is already like explicit. Yeah, but they can censor the songs. 
They that, can. Like, that's totally allowed. That's that what they did totally with Suicide Squad. Kendrick Lamar songs, right? Yeah. 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 Produced oh, by Kendrick I, Lamar. I haven't even heard that yet. And his uh I think we could talk label. about music and soundtracks and songs like all day, dude. All yeah. day. Honestly. All day. Yeah. 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 All right. So before we uh before we do the third and final topic, just a quick plug for our Patreon. Definitely check that out, guys. We're now offering an exclusive Hawk Talk only on Patreon once a month. So if you guys uh, like the show, you want to support us, help us grow, definitely check that out. We're offering a ton of awesome uh, rewards and perks and stuff. So definitely check those out. All right. Third and final topic. Let's do this thing. <laughs> all, right. all right. That young third topic. You want to do the honors, Danjo? It's all yep. Danjo. Ben! Swirl it up. Swirl it up. It, Miss Kylo it. Ren helmet is actually a little Mix bit it. awkward. There's like a thing inside that's keeping me from. Gra- okay, there was it a head. Is. is it a head? <laughs> Noel says no. <laughs> Jeremy replies, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny." <laughs> All right. Uh, so, do you want to pick a different one or no? I like this okay, one. Cool. Oh wait, this is two questions. We can do the first one or the second one. Uh, I think we should ooh. do the second one. I think we should do the second one Let's too. Second okay. One. So uh, this one is. Uh, is uh, I don't know who actually sent in this topic. So, but uh, the question is, what is the best movie trilogy in your opinion? Oh man! Uh, yeah, this is a hard one. This is this one is going to start wars in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Do you guys want to? You guys want to start? You guys oh, need, dude, to, need this some is hard. time to ponder. Oh man! Gosh, because there's a lot of factors to take in. Yeah. Like. There are. There actually is a lot. There, okay, so there's rewatchability for mm-hmm. the whole set. There's the fact that in some trilogies, the first two are really good, and mm-hmm. then the third one is slightly less, mm-hmm. or the third is just garbage. Mm-hmm. And then there's there's just so much to consider, dude. There's so much to consider. So I think uh, it'd probably be better to say what is our favorite yeah. movie trilogy as opposed to uh, That's true. trying to select which one the, the best one is on like an actual crit critique level, right? And then favorite just like what and you like just the favorite, most. Like what you like the most just to watch, right? Yeah, let's do favorite. Oh man. God, that's, that's so hard. hard. That's so difficult. I, I know. I think I know. What's yours? It's probably uh Lord of the Rings for me. That's probably like I think it's just because of how important it was to me when I was growing mm-hmm. up. Like cause uh, one of my very, very good family friends, um, his name is Keith. He would, uh, he took me and my cousin to see the first Lord of the Rings and he like took us and like got us ice cream. And he was like, Hey, there's this book that I read and we didn't know what was going on. Like our moms just wanted us to hang out with more men. Cause we were both, both of our moms were, you know, single parents and then we didn't have any like male figures as dads. So she just, we were like maybe like 11, I think when it came out or mm-hmm. 10, and um, he's like, yeah, there was this book that I read. He took us for ice cream. There's a book that I read that um, really just spoke to me. And it was called Lord of the Rings. And I was like, oh, wow, that sounds I think I've heard of that book. And he's like, yeah, it's a really big book, probably really hard to read now. Uh, but if you want, we can go see the movie. And he already got the tickets. He was just asking. It's fellowship. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And it was Fellowship of the Rings. And I. That's super sweet. I didn't know that, dude. I was like whoa like the first the intro to it and you hear mm. Kate Blanchett's voice and you're like what is going on <laughs> I was I, not prepared for this yeah well cause I like the first time I saw Lord of the Rings I was like seven and it was the old old animated version oh man I love that version <laughs> and it was like super like super the 70s like, cartoon yeah, 80s like, cartoon whatever it was really like you have like those those like those figures 
that they would use and then they would like yeah. superimpose it on the image mm-hmm. and it was like actual figures like fighting and stuff you know like the way that they did in Bram Stoker's Dracula <laughs> and, like but they're in the shadow and that's what I thought I was going into I thought I was going to be like really campy and like kind of like over the top and you're just like and you roll into it it's like and it's like Music is so good. You're and just the, like the graphics are really impressive. What's going on right now? Oh my god, <laughs> this is grim. And, and then you hear Kate Blanchett's voice, like whoa. And then you see Gollum, and I was like, I don't remember him being that way. <laughs> I don't remember him being that way. That's scary. I don't like that. He spoke completely differently in the in the '70s cartoon or whatever. Oh yeah, dude. He's like, like it's like a cat. My precious. Yeah. Where oh, yeah. is my precious? Really? Yeah, yeah right. he sounded so different. Wow, Way different. dude. Yeah, he's like, he's like a frog. Low, yeah, like super low frog voice. And then you have like Andy Serkis. Gollum, he's just like, <gasps> Just like, oh god, yeah. so gross. I hate it. And yeah, so Dude, scared the crap. Gollum scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. I was like, oh, this is off-putting. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He's and then the you see cute. him in the is it the second one. He has his intro. Yeah. You, you just see, see his you see his eyes and his fingers oh, in, uh, in fellowship. Oh, oh, yeah. That that really creeped me out, dude. Lord I, of the Rings. I I was a mess after Lord of the Rings. You guys remember when you go to a movie a movie theater? Um, as a kid and you'd walk out and you'd have that feeling like you can't catch your breath like you and it happens to me very rarely now like it happened to me during Dunkirk I was just I just I felt like I was drowning the entire time I was watching that film I felt that way when I was watching Gravity there wasn't a like for the first two or three minutes I was like this is a movie and then from there on out I was like (laughs) (laughs) that was me during sunshine oh yeah (laughs) that's how I felt walking out of Lord of the Rings the first time I watched it that's like a 10 year old it makes yeah. sense. It's a I don't want to keep you guys go now. I, I got to hand it to you. Lord of the Rings was is definitely up there for me in terms of best trilogies because it's you think about it and it's like all three of those movies are excellent. Oh yeah. All three of them are good. It's consistent. There is no like people's favorite critically and like audience like oh yeah everyone exactly loves those movies they all have a different tone and feel like mm-hmm. your battle lovers will love uh the two towers. Uh, Your like, epic storytellers will love Return of the King. Yeah, I think Return of the like as a kid, Two Towers was my favorite, and I think as an adult, uh, Return I think of the King. Return of the King. Oh yeah, Return of the King. Theoden's, was such a, so epic. Yeah, Theoden's yeah. growth in that in Return of the King was just like heart wrenching. For Return of the King, do you guys like the theatrical cut or the extended? Um, I like both actually. Man, I gotta say, I watched the extended cut uh, again and was like. The theatrical cut is better. Okay. Uh, yeah. Don't at me. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> what? No, seriously. I oh like. I watched God. the extended cuts, and I was just like, man, these are. I, I'm pretty sure. Didn't they cut out like Legolas's entire plotline? Yeah. Yeah, like, but like most like, at least. I mean, it wasn't necessary, but is that like that, that's that was one of the things I heard. It's just certain things that just felt like it. Just the movie wasn't as snappy. Like, don't get me wrong. You got to watch the extended cut. You got to experience it. You need to have the whole story. I mean, you don't like Lord of the Rings, but like you got to feel and experience the entire story. But the theatrical cut just feels like the pacing is is snappier and uh, and and they work and they're more for me. They're more. I would rather go back and watch the theatrical. I can totally see that. The extended. Yeah, I can totally see where that's coming from. Uh, I think I got to (sighs) go. Crap, man. I want to say Star Wars. I want to say the original series. Yeah, but I'm not going to say Star Wars. I'm going to say 
the Nolan Batman trilogy. Oh, of course. I knew it. I knew nice. it was coming. And I don't care what everybody says about the third one. Yes, the third one is weaker than the first two. I don't care what anyone says about the first one, dude. A lot of people are like, oh, the first one's boring. It's not even that way to happen in the movie. I'm like, it's called <laughs> Batman Begins, butthead. I, I don't <laughs> I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that at all. That's probably the best Batman movie out. Like, Dark Knight Agreed. is an amazing story. It's un- incredible. But Batman Begins is the best Batman movie. Yep, I would agree with that. There's and, a journey. There's a journey. There's an yeah. obvious journey there. Like, with the second one, it's almost jarring because of the way that things progress. The third one is just like epic as hell. You have this crazy big buff bad guy Swedish who wins man. at the beginning. Yeah, uh, dude. What my what most favorite first. moments in Batman Begins is when he's standing by the river and he's holding the gun and he makes a decision to throw it in the yeah. water. That defined Batman in the whole movie. Yep, dude. Yeah, he made that one decision played out over the course of the entire trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a good trilogy, man. And like, yeah, the the third movie had some weird plot holes, but like So did the second one. Yeah, but they it it was solid. It yeah. was a solid story and I felt I felt satisfied it was at a the complete, end. Yeah, it was a very complete story. That's that's how I saw it. It uh, would have been dope to have Joker in the third one, obviously, but Yeah. You know. you know, it happens. It probably would have made the trilogy even better. Like it probably would have it probably would have been a lot had a lot more impact had uh, Heath Ledger been able to reprise his role Rest as in peace. of yeah. today. Today, ten years. This recording, it's been ten years. As of this recording, ten years. Gosh, damn, it's crazy. What about you, man? Uh, so you're not going to say Star Wars, so I am. There the you go. The original Star Wars trilogy is my is easily my favorite. Uh, those movies had such a profound effect mm-hmm. on me and how I live. It's ridiculous. Um, the those movies were the first movies that I can remember seeing. My parents say that the first movie that I went to see was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which makes sense as to why I love them so much. <laughs> but the first movie that I remember seeing in theaters was the re-release of A New Hope, even though I had already watched them at home on VHS, the original cuts. Uh, when I saw them in theaters, I was completely transported, and I was like, yo, these movies are amazing. Um, so I would say those ones. Uh, if I had to pick a favorite out of that trilogy, it would probably be A New Hope. First one that started. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Did you like The Force Awakens? I love The Force Awakens. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Force that Awakens is probably my favorite Star Wars movie. Wow. Holy crap, dude. And this is coming from a dude who watched the original trilogy many, many times beforehand. I really liked Force Awakens. Wow. Yeah. I thought That's you said awesome. Last Jedi was your favorite. I thought, yeah, dude, it changes. Changes every day. Ask me tomorrow. <laughs> Ask me tomorrow. My favorite will be Attack of the Clones. <laughs> if if uh, Attack of the Clones is ever your favorite, uh, you can uh, you can leave. Okay. <laughs> the day that Attack of the Clones is not my favorite, I won't come over. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh man, Jeremy, what's your favorite trilogy? Uh, Lord of the Rings is definitely up there. <laughs> Nolan's Batman trilogy is definitely up there. Uh, Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy is incredible. Um, and but I think my favorite is definitely Toy Story. I was literally just about to change my mind to that dude as soon as you were talking. I'm like, <laughs> wait, wait, no, man, mind. Think Toy- about it. Yeah, yep. they're making a Toy four, Story. They're yeah, they're making four. a four. But that that Toy Story trilogy oh, that dude. with Andy's Why are you toys. Bring that up, man. <laughs> Why are you bring that up, man? is so perfect in every dude, way. Dude, I didn't yeah. even. Think and if of I had that. to pick my favorite, I think two would, is my favorite. I think three would have to be my favorite out of those three. Three is a great. Not at the end, like tying everything up, and it's 
perfect ending. Like, I've never seen a more perfect ending to a trilogy mm-hmm. other than, like, Lord of the Rings with Return of the King. But I will say, like, Toy Story 2 hits hard. Dude, I watched Toy Story 2 and 3 with you at your house, like, back to back. Oh, were yeah. on Nightwing. Was that for the first Oh, no. Well, you've seen it in theaters, right? No, I didn't see two or three. Those are my first time seeing both Oh, those my God. <laughs> you're right. I remember your reaction. You're like, holy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then we went and got Dennis. Yes. Movie. Oh, my God. That <laughs> Toy Story. Dude. Toy but Story I, still, I still think Toy Story. Think, I think Star Wars is my favorite, actually. But Toy Story is like. Mm-hmm. Also, right like, there. I saw Toy Story 1 uh at Andy's age in the movie in Toy yeah. Story 1. Saw Toy Story 2, same age. And then seeing Toy Story 3 in theaters, you know, after growing up like Andy did in the movies, right. oh my God, it's like you're watching your own life or whatever. That it's, is true. It's that's what they it's did eerie. that for, dude. That's, yeah. what they, that's Pixar why they did very, that. Uh, they got the brains. Did yeah. you play uh, with action figures as a kid a lot? Yeah. Same. 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 I loved action figures. Mm-hmm. I still occasionally like a good action figure. <laughs> good my action t- figure. I enjoy a very sesh. good action figure. My my tastes are a little bit more profound. I enjoy a lot more articulation. Sure. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, trilogies, man. Yeah, I guess there that's... are a lot of amazing, amazing trilogies out there. Like The Godfather, except for the third movie. Yeah, dude. So, hold Godfather on, really quick. isn't a trilogy. <laughs> just, just, it's a, just two movies. What's up? I mean, there are a lot of films. Like and, the Back to the Future. <clears throat> I mean, the third movie wasn't terrible. It was still... To this day, I have yet to finish Back really? to the Future Part what? I, I have not finished. You know what? I have it's no, not the best, but I, I still watch it. Like, yeah. I like it. I literally have no idea how that movie ends. What? Yeah. Dude. I don't know the end of that story. DJ. Sorry. What? <laughs> Sorry, that was a Just Friends reference. Oh. Uh, that's actually like that's one of the reasons why. Because you think about you think about trilogies, and the third one is almost always the weakest. Yeah, and it sucks because even uh, Return of the Jedi, I think, is we is the weakest Agreed. to me of the of the original Star Wars trilogy. It is Lord of the Rings is the, I think one of the exceptions, exceptions to mm-hmm. that rule. Uh, Spider Man three. Uh, we all know that's the best Spider-Man movie. Ugh, I'm sorry, I can't. X-Men 3? Uh, makes me want to puke. X3. Yikes. Ugh, X3. X3. Mm-hmm. Brat, Brett Ratner, what a twerp. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a twerp. Yeah, twerp. Uh, I'm trying to think of other like third movies that aren't quite I guess they're good. just not memorable. Yeah. Like yeah. if a movie, if, if the third movie X-Men isn't good. X-Men Apocalypse. Not oh that was, yeah, that is the trilogy. That is the third film in the trilogy of the of the first class. Yeah, first class trilogy. And the first class and Days of Future Past was so good, dude. Mm-hmm. Days of Future Past was so good. Okay. It was so good. All right. Yep. Let's. All right. Let's uh, this. Well, that's gonna be it for this week. Thank you to everyone who sent in your questions. You guys are awesome. Uh, remember, check out our Patreon if you want to support the show. We also have merch at teespring.com/stores/ismahawk if you want to pick up some cool ismahawk merch like this mug and whatnot. Uh, and thank you again uh, for tuning in, guys. We really appreciate every single one of you out there. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Oh, did I? Was I supposed to do that? Nah, man. <laughs> You don't have to. It's fine. It's me and Noel's thing. Yeah, it, wor- yeah. it works better though, because we're on the we're on the actual outsides, yeah. so it actually works good. Are you guys round the outside? Round the outside. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna head out now. I guess I'm gonna head out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
Uh-huh.